Hey everyone, welcome back to Launch Codes Football. My name is Chris. And I'm Chelsea. Today we are talking about week seven of the NFL season. How are you feeling today, Chelsea? I'm feeling pretty darn good after watching the Colts drop 30 in that rain game. I was very surprised. Yeah, their offense actually hasn't been too bad. And Carson Wentz there was literally injured, which is good. There was literally an atmospheric river over the city. What does that even mean? Regardless, we still won, so I suppose it doesn't matter. But even still, what? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy. And to put up 30 in a big rain game like that, that's going to be, that's tough for anybody. But, indeed, you know, it moved us up two spots in the power rankings to mediocre now. So you hey, could say I'm pretty excited. You're better than the team we're going to talk about today. So, all Uh-oh. right. All right. Ever, to anyone listening, I don't normally rant. I don't like to because I think I normally do. Yes. Normally, normally Chelsea is the one who rants, but. I think today is justified for the rant because, well, we're just, I'm just going to dive into what we have to, I, what, what we've got planned to talk about today, because I'm, I'm just done. I, I don't know what to do at this point. Basically, uh, your boy, Chris is not happy about a few things, specifically his Panthers looking as awful as they have been. All right, let's start it out. Basically. Panthers and Giants played this past Sunday. What a marquee matchup right there. Exactly. Every prime time, everybody's tuning into this. But anyways, the Giants are bad this year. They were like one in five. Now they're two and five. The Panthers are three and three. I'm like, okay. Everyone's like, well, things haven't fallen off completely. You know, even though losing to Minnesota the week before in overtime was tough, they at least showed that they can battle back in games make a big drive and, you know, even force it to go to OT, even though the Vikings definitely should have won it in regulation, but the Vikings gonna be the Vikings by missing the game winning kick. Um, So basically the Panthers go into this game, but Sam Darnold has not looked good these past few games. He was terrible against the Eagles throwing three interceptions and just looking bad. He was not good against Minnesota at all, but, there was some excuse to say that he was like his receivers were dropping a lot of passes. So there was like six dropped passes by Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Chuba Hubbard. So some might argue, okay, well he could have been better if they caught it fair enough. And then this game happened. Um, This game happened and it was terrible. We, the Panthers scored three points in the whole game. They scored them on the first drive of the game and didn't score a single point after that. The, the halftime score was 5-3 to three Giants, and the end score was 25-3. This was a terrible game. Sam Darnold, through the middle of it, was benched. And yes, this game was in New York City, the place where Sam Darnold was drafted. And it, while, my, while it may not be the same team, the New Yorkers there all knew what it was. They all knew what he was like. They all knew what they had seen from him before. So watching it benching him in new york it's tough but they kind of had to because nothing was happening pj walker goes in he goes like three for 14 the whole team on offense looks inept they can't do anything 
it seems like without Christian McCaffrey, or they do something against the Vikings where, okay, finally at the very end of the game, after the Vikings have left the door open for the entire game, when they could have sealed it ages ago, then they do something, but against the Eagles, they were bad. The Cowboys, honestly, they had such a colossally bad third quarter that there was no coming back from that game, even if there was a slight chance at the end there. And so, honestly, a lot of Panther fans, they're mad. They're upset. They don't like what our coaches have done. And I think it's completely fair. Matt Rule put all of his chips on Sam Darnold. He put every bit of his chips on it. He did not go with Justin Fields. He did not do that because he felt like, okay, I wanted another player at another position because I feel like we're already good with that. Not only that, we signed Sam Darnold. We picked up his fifth year option already for $20 million without watching him play a single game of football for us. When the past two years, he's been pretty bad there in New York. So honestly, I know they wanted to show confidence in him. We talked about this on the show, didn't we, Chelsea? The fact that we we said, okay, you know, you want to put faith in a guy, that's fine, but you have no backup plan right now. And that's right. what's happening now. We have no backup plan. The only thing that's happening right now is we're trying to trade for Deshaun Watson, which is a whole nother mess on it, in my opinion. And because a lot of Panther fans and I kind of myself, like because of everything off the field with Deshaun Watson, it's, it's a pretty bad look to even go for him. I don't know. I know other people may have different views on that. If he gets proven not guilty, okay, fine. But it just, it's not a good look as of now. And so after looking at all of this, I just can't help but feel like what, what is going on? Everybody keeps telling me Joe Brady is head coach worthy that he needs to be a head coach of another NFL team. Man has not done anything really for us. And when a play call does work, Sam's throwing it away or something's going on. You know, they said the Panthers, Matt Rule said, we're not going to be throwing the ball 40 times a game anymore. We're going to run the ball more. They called 39 passing plays. And yes, part of it was because they were down, but the one drive that they were running the ball lots was the first drive. And that's the only drive of the game that they scored points on. So. I don't know as a Panther fan and as a lot of people, what they're thinking right now, they don't know what's going on. We understand that to some extent we're still rebuilding, but right now we don't have many draft picks for next year. We still have our first rounder, but you know, who knows what's going to happen to that. If we go get Watson and you know, are we even going to, you just, there's so many unknowns with this and David Tepper, you know, he's, he's desperate for a franchise quarterback. He's part owner in, Pittsburgh where he had a hall of fame guy the whole time. And so I don't know. I'm just feeling like, I don't know what's going on. You should not be only putting up three points to the giants. I know they're without McCaffrey, but you know, one of the players said it, we are not the Carolina McCaffrey's. Well, right now, ever since McCaffrey has been gone, they've done absolutely nothing. They have not won a single game. So that was that's been the whole mess right now. And there's just been a lot of frustration. And I know the players are frustrated too. The defense is trying to play well. I know that. And I think they have kept us in the game there. It's not like everything's terrible, but there's just too many problems with the offense, especially with an offense with the skill players that they do have. Like Robbie Anderson should be playing better. That There's just no doubt about that. He should be playing better. And DJ Moore, 
has also not looked his best the past few games either. And so they've shown they've got some talent. I know the O-line's bad. Let's just, everyone knows that. It's But it's been bad for like five years. So, yeah, it's been a mess in Carolina. I don't really know what they're going to do to fix it all. Even if we got a good franchise quarterback, is it going to fix all the offensive problems? <laughs> I don't know. But that's the feeling right now after dropping four straight games. So there you go. Chelsea, you can have at it. <laughs> First of all, I just want to say that was the most entertaining thing I have heard you say. I love when you rant because you never do it. So when you do, it just makes it all that much better, right? Okay, here's, here's just some thoughts. So I said on the podcast, if Sam Darnold is going to succeed anywhere, it's going to be with Carolina. Why? Christian McCaffrey, Chuba Hubbard, receivers. Yes, the O-line is bad, but I mean, that's not really anything different from what he's had before. So, I mean, yes, it's a factor, but at the same time, not much has changed. And his defense is far and away better than the Jets defense. So much better. So if he was going to succeed, he would, right? And the first three games, in the first halves, at least, he did, right? He looked generally good, right? He was running the ball. He was generally throwing the ball well. He had McCaffrey as his safety blanket, right? And then, oops, McCaffrey gets hurt. Oh, no. Oh, don't worry. Sam Darnold will be fine. He looked great the first three games. Oh, wait, never mind. Christian McCaffrey is literally the glue that keeps the team together. And then once he falls out of the equation, you start to see things unravel. And I mean, that that's just what, what has happened. I mean, I said it myself, this is probably going to be Sam Darnold's last chance, right? The next team that he goes to, he will probably be a backup. He's probably not going to have another opportunity to start again, unless someone decides to take a risk on him, which considering how much money he's going to have attached to him, the probability of that happening is very low. Thanks a lot, Matt Rule for putting $20 million on Sam Darnold's head when he's clearly not worth it, right? But it's just very disappointing. Like, I like the Panthers. They're obviously not my favorite team, but I live in Carolina, right? I cheer for them. I watch them when they come on TV, generally speaking. I will admit I did not watch them this weekend because I really had faith that the Chiefs were going to beat the Titans. And let me just tell you, I was severely disappointed. So really... I would have turned it on the Panthers game, but I think that game was worse. Both of them were just so bad. You know, I was just sad. But anyways, yeah, I mean, I think Sam Darnold is done. Um, let me ask you this, Chris. Seeing how you have seen Justin Fields play so far this year, are you still kind of in the boat of regretting not taking him? Or do you think that your pick was still okay? Because I think that's an interesting conversation, right? Because you guys pass over him and admittedly, you know, the Bears, I think, are definitely a worse team than the Panthers, at least defensively. I mean, I think the Panthers' defense is better. I think their starting running back is better. I think their receivers are better. Their O-lines are about as even as possible, considering they're both crappy, right? But do you regret it? Like, looking back and seeing what both have done now, do you wish that you guys would have taken fields? Or are you kind of content with Horn, who, by the way, injured his foot and is out for the year? So, I mean, how are you feeling about that? You know, really, I don't hate the fact that 
okay, I like JC Horn as a player. That's the thing. I think he's pretty good. And the, when we had him, like he was playing pretty well. He wasn't like doing anything outstanding, but he really wasn't being tested like that. So, you know, it was it was okay. And, you know, I do like the Panthers have focused, have really tried to build up their defense. I think that's really great. Um, but I think the problem is, you know, yes, Justin Fields had a terrible game this past week. The Patriots Five turnovers. De- Patriots destroyed them. Mac Jones looked great. Mac Jones is honestly looking like one of the best rookie quarterbacks coming out now. Is he doing? Well, Mac Jones played the Jets. The oh, Bucks the Jets. played I'm- the Bears. Tom Brady destroyed him, which I mean, Tom Brady would My destroy bad. any rookie. So, yeah. My bad. I, I messed that up. That was my mistake. But I think Justin Fields right now, yes, he played the Bucks. He got destroyed. But maybe if he's on the Panthers, maybe he does have a better shot. Maybe. I don't know. When you put a young quarterback in a situation like being on the Chicago Bears and just having such a also yet again, a terrible offense around. I don't think you're giving him much chance to succeed. But the thing is, Justin Fields, kind of an unknown quantity. He could be good. We knew him from college that he was good there. But if you take him just in case you at least have, you know, somebody, it's like, okay, you at least still have some hope on the team of like, okay, maybe this guy is the franchise guy. A lot of, some people think we're not giving Darnold like confidence by only having him be the guy. But the thing is, that's just how jobs work. If you're not ready and you get fired, they're going to replace you. It's not that they don't have confidence in you. It's just the way it works. The NFL, even more so, it's a competition-driven league. And so to keep your job, you have to be you have to have confidence that you are going to be better than the other guy on the on your team in order to keep that starting position. I don't see anything wrong with saying, Hey, look, we got fields ready in case you don't play well. Uh, there's not, it's not that you're not showing confidence in him. So yes, his fields look bad so far. He hasn't looked the best. He hasn't looked terrible. He hasn't looked great. He's been okay. He was pretty bad this past week, but I think a lot of it is when have the bears ever had a good offense? I can't name you a time. Even when they made the super bowl, I think their offense was just like, okay. It was because their special teams was really good. Uh, Kevin Hester torments <laughs> me, bro. Exactly. So I'm just like, and so I don't know. I just kind of think that there's maybe it might, he might look different in Carolina. I know that's what everyone said with Sam Darnold, but the thing is Sam Darnold already had two years in New York. He kind of had what Justin Fields is experiencing right now already. So I don't know. I just don't think there's anything wrong with, you know, having Sam Darnold and then having under him, Justin Fields or Mac Jones, even I would have taken Mac Jones, just somebody beneath in case it doesn't work. But now we're stuck with a $20 million, you know, cap on, on Sam for next year. And I just don't know what's going to happen. If we cut him, we're going to lose a bunch of money and the, you know, and if we bench him, we're just paying him a bunch of money to not play. So either way, it's like, what what's going to happen here? I don't know. I don't really. I mean, outside I of that, it's going to suck to trade him, too. Right. Because if he keeps playing the way he's playing, no one's going to want to trade for him. No one's going to want to trade for a backup. That's going to suck 20 million dollars of cap down the drain. Mm-hmm. Unless you, you know, take like the cap, you know. Right. Unless you just take the hit just to get rid of him, which honestly, mm-hmm. They might do. The but Panthers see, have had the, to do that before with Matt Khalil. So, right. See, the frustrating thing about this, 
Like as an NFL fan, why would you pick up his fifth year option? He has not in his entire NFL career given enough evidence to be warranted to get that. Like he just like when Sam went to the Panthers, right? I was not a hater of the deal, right? Because I thought there's anywhere he's going to succeed. It's going to be here. I didn't think, oh yeah, let's pick up his fifth year option before he's even played a snap for us. That sounds like a great idea. What is Matt Rule thinking? Like, I know everyone's talking about how Urban Meyer like shouldn't be in the NFL and how he's not a good coach or a good role model or a good leader or a good play caller or, you know, really good at anything. But I mean, I think some similar arguments could be made for Matt Rule. I mean, and why is the general manager letting Matt Rule put all of the general manager's chips in Sam Darnold? Like, you have eyes. You you can look. Like, you don't just have to trust what he says. If I'm, you know? if I'm right, I think we did get Sam Darnold before Scott Fitterer got there. I think that's oh. what I don't. I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think that's what happened. Hey, I actually like Scott Fitterer. Man's finessing star players. For he is. Sixth round picks and third He's a good picks. GM. So far, he. I think he's he's putting in work. But, you know, I don't know. I just, but yeah. But Some, I mean, I don't know. The point remains. Your backup is PJ Walker, who shout out to PJ Walker. He was the Colts practice squad dude for like four years. He was on the practice squad and then off the practice squad and then on the practice squad. Literally every week, there was some kind of comment that was like, PJ Walker has been kicked off the practice squad one hour later. PJ Walker has been re-added to the practice squad. So he was the practice squad dude for the Colts. But you guys don't have a backup plan. I mean, me being a Colts fan, we just cut Jacob Eason. Like, Jacob Eason didn't get anywhere with Indianapolis because he was being lazy and refused to learn the playbook, right? Which is not necessarily something you want, but I mean, you could have picked him up. He's like $750,000. You know who has him now? Seattle. They don't even need him. When Russ gets back, everything's going to go back to normal. I don't even know why they picked him up. Maybe because they think Gino is bad, you know, whatever that may be. But you guys could have picked him up. I mean, I don't think that would have been a bad ad. He's definitely better than PJ Walker. No hate to PJ. But I mean, I think you guys should have picked him up personally. But back to the point, if you guys not having a backup plan, Sam Donald has $20 million on his head. You have PJ Walker. This upcoming quarterback class is definitely not as strong as the quarterback class that just came up, right? At least on paper. Now, it might be better by the time the draft rolls around. Let's hope so if you're a Panthers fan. But the point remains, you're not having Trevor Lawrence's and Justin Fields and Mac Jones's in this draft. You're just not. It's a weaker draft. And then the other point remains, if they decide to go trade, for Deshaun Watson, which, like you were saying, has its own set of problems, right? If they go and trade for him and say they trade three first-round picks, right, and none of them are conditional, you basically lose all of your draft capital for the next five years, which basically ensures the Panthers are going to be bad for the next five years. So you've just kind of dug yourself into a hole. Like, you either have to hope that Sam Darnold turns it around miraculously 
and someone stupidly trades you a backup that's actually better than him. Or you have to hope that Deshaun Watson, everything works out because if it does work out, the deal is worth it. But if it doesn't work out, you guys are screwed. So, I mean, either way, you're kind of screwed. Like if Sam sucks, you're screwed. And if you trade for Watson and he ends up going to prison, you're screwed. And your starting quarterback is PJ Walker. So what are you supposed to do? I mean, I don't know why, why Matt Rule was like, you know, it's a great idea. Let's put all of our trade chips in Sam Darnold and then not take a quarterback in the first three rounds of the draft. That sounds great. Like, I just, I don't get it. I really feel for Panthers fans because I have been in the quarterback drought, right? I went from Peyton Manning to Andrew Luck. Oops, never mind. Andrew Luck retired. I went to Jacoby Brissett. No hate for Jacoby Brissett. Dude's a great guy and can run a quarterback sneak on the one-yard line better than anyone else in the league. But the reality is he's not a great quarterback, right? And then we went from him to Phillip Rivers, who I grew up disliking as a Colts fan because he played for the Chargers for the vast majority of his career. And honestly, he wasn't as bad as I was expecting him to be, but the man couldn't take two steps out of the pocket. Like, you made him move his big right toe and he fell over. So, like, he couldn't do anything either. So, now, finally, we have Carson Wentz, who actually seems to be competent. So, trust me, I get it when you say that you feel like you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. At least your guy didn't retire in the midst of his career. So, you got, you got that going for you, right? <laughs> yeah, I think I agree. Like, we both know what it's like to be in the quarterback carousel of, like, or just to be like all right we need somebody and i know it, it's really weird the nfl has a, quite a few guys who could be who can be per, potential quarterbacks for the franchise but there's also a lot of teams that need them i don't know it's just a weird thing but i really think for the panthers right now and also the fact that matt rule is saying we don't have interest in watson we're not going we we're in on sam darnold that is such a lie of, but well my thing is like i don't think so Either that means he is blatantly lying for one or two. It's not him that has the interest in Watson. It's the GM, the owner and stuff like that. So does that mean the coach and the owners and GM have differing views of how they want to rebuild and they're not really all in on one or the other? Like, I don't really know what's going on with that, because if you think about it, then you've got a conflict of, well, the people above rule the, the or David Tepper, he wanted to get fields. Uh, there is a report that he wanted to get fields and Matt rule talked him out of it. And so I'm like, okay, what, I don't know what's going to go on. I don't, you know, I don't know if even like, is Matt rule thinking that the quarterback is not the most important position on the field in college. You can get away with it somewhat. I, I do think you can get away with it more. You can win a national championship without having an elite quarterback or, but in the NFL, you need a really good guy at quarterback to win. It's just, that's just the way that it is. And yes, there are exceptions. Not going to lie. Nick Foles won the Super Bowl, but he played really well in that Super Bowl. And he played well in those playoff games. He it's played, not like he, the team was dragging him along. Like he actually contributed. Exactly. And so I'm just like, yes, you need other pieces around. I'm not going to be one of those people that say you just need a quarterback and that's it. No way. You need a lot more than that. But my goodness, like you have to realize how important the franchise quarterback is. You cannot, you know, if this, if this pans out, if Sam Darnold ends up great 
throughout the rest of his tenure at Carol tenure at Carolina. That is amazing. That is really great. I don't want him to fail. I don't think Panther fans generally want him to be out and be bad. They want him out because he has been bad. They don't want him to be bad. So that's the thing. Some people think people are just hating on Darnold, but it's no, it's just that, look, if he doesn't play better, people don't want him here. And I think we want to win. <laughs> exactly. So fans that, care way more about winning than they care about loyalty. Yeah, true. But anyways, going to move aside from that. Look, we've talked a little bit about that. Let's, um, you know what? Let's change it to some positive news. I want to talk about how Arizona has been really good this year. We have, I don't think we've talked enough about Arizona personally. They are 7-0 and now, winning their last game by quite a margin. And they, I believe they are the only undefeated team in the NFL thus far. Now, yeah, Chelsea, they are. Chelsea, do you believe that they are the undoubtedly best team in the NFL? I mean, I think that there's definitely an argument for it, and I think there's definitely an argument against it, right? But you got to consider... Chandler Jones, remember he had that amazing game where he had all those sacks. He hasn't even played the past two games and no one even noticed because that's how good they are. Mm. And he's coming back this week against the Packers, who most likely are not going to have Devontae Adams or Alan Lazard, their top two receivers. So just take that into consideration for a moment. No, I mean, I personally think that the Cardinals are the best team in the league. I think that Currently, the NFC is way more top-heavy than the AFC is. You got some heavy hitters in the NFC. You know, you mm-hmm. have the Cardinals. You have the Rams, who everyone discounted because they got blown out by the Cardinals, but the Rams are 6-1. and one. Like, it's not like the Rams just went from being, like, 5-0 and oh to, like, 5-5. Five and five. Like, mm-hmm. they're still arguably the second-best team. You have the Patriots, or not the Patriots, you have the Bucks, who are still going off, Right with everything that they have, even though they have defensive issues and they have so many injuries, they're still going off, which is worrying. If I'm a Cardinals fan, I'm going, yikes, they had four starters out on Sunday and they still wall up to they were playing. Now, you know, naturally the Bears aren't that good, but even still, I mean, dang. So it's definitely a lot more top heavy in the NFC than the AFC right now. I don't think anyone in the AFC knows what's going on. Um, everyone just seems confused except the Bengals. Apparently the Bengals might be the best team in the AFC. Who would have thought I would be saying that? Which side note, I personally love to see the Bengals succeed because the Bengals have been so bad my entire life. Just bottom feeders, not as bad as like Cleveland, but still really bad, you know? So I love that they're succeeding. I love Joe Burrow throwing to Jamar Chase and T Higgins and everyone else who's out there. I'm I'm having a great time watching the Bengals because I just like seeing them succeed. But I do think that the Cardinals are the best team in the league right now. I think that they, like every other team, still have their issues. I mean, I think that Kyler Murray still probably turns it over a little too much, right? Which you can't do in the playoffs <laughs> when you're playing the Bucks and the Rams and the Ravens and the Bengals. In the playoffs, you know, you can't be trying to force it in everywhere. But, I mean, they're undefeated. I mean, what else? I don't know what else people need. Like, if you're going to argue against them, you better have a darn good argument. Because I don't think, and I, in fact, know, that there are no other teams in the league that are undefeated right now. And Kyler Murray is leading the MVP race 
as you would expect. The defense looks great. The offense looks great. Everything looks great. So, I mean, really, what more do you need? I mean, I pretty obviously think they're the best. Exactly. I mean, if you look at the scores of these games they've had, they beat like they've put up 30 points at least in almost every single game except one, which was the 49ers. They put up 17. But like you look at some of these games, I mean, them beating the Texans by 25, them they beat the Browns 37-14. They beat the Rams 37 to 20. I Which mean, was the, shocking. The only like the closest game they've had was with the Vikings 34 to 33, which of course, you know, I think the Vikings they just find a way, man. They like they like I said the other week they tried to they tried to lose that game against Carolina even, but it's just kind of crazy to look at like how how well they're doing. I mean, last year I thought they were going to be better than they were and I think they were disappointed with themselves after the end of last year you know they it was really a winner go home and by the end of their last game and they didn't get it done they lost to the Rams and so I think that this could be their year and that they very much could be the best team in football I do believe however it is between them the Rams and the Bucks and there's not much difference in skill. I don't believe they're much better than the others. Now did they beat the Rams by quite a quite a margin? Yeah, I mean I'll admit that did happen. I do think the Rams were having a pretty bad day overall. So maybe if the Rams were having even a slightly better one that would have been closer. When and so I don't know. I think that they are they are the best team right now and that Honestly, I do believe, yeah, while those three teams are the top of the NFC and I don't believe there's a ton of skill between them to the point where I'd say they'd blow out any of them. I think that, you know, it could be interesting. So, you know, they don't actually have to play the Bucks this year in the in the regular season. The upcoming. So I think that helps them out a little bit, you know, but we'll see what happens with them. I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting. I think that there's an argument that their Super Bowl window is small, right? Because they have quite a few veterans on their team, um, like J.J. Watt, for example. Like the veterans that they have on their team are really great and are doing really great things for them. But the reality is they're only going to be on there so long, right? I mean, you got J.J. Watt, you got A.J. Green, you have other people like that who are still talented and still contribute but the reality is those aren't going to be guys that are going to be on your team for the next five years. So if you want to capitalize on having everyone that you have now there, you need to get it done this year. That means going through the Rams. That means going through the Packers. That means going through the Bucks, And it means going through whoever's going to be the best in the AFC. Because honestly, I don't think anyone has any idea right now. Yeah, the AFC is tight. Yeah, I, I mean, you could that. argue that the two best teams in the AFC are the Titans and the Bengals. Let the me Ravens. repeat that. The Titans and the Bengals. The Bengals blew out the Ravens. Fair enough. Like, obviously, the Ravens aren't bad, but they, they got blown out by Joe Burrow. Not that Joe Burrow was bad, but the Bengals. The Bengals are bad, except they're not now, apparently. Yeah, didn't they, like, barely beat Jacksonville? The Bengals? Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah. See, no one knows what's going on in the AFC. No one knows what's going on with Patrick Mahomes. No one knows what's going on with the Ravens. Apparently, no one knows what's going on with the Browns. Their whole team fell apart in the span of two weeks. So, honestly, I don't even know. I'm just happy that the Colts won. 
on Sunday. <laughs> and though we didn't lose, I'm just trying to get to the playoffs. We play the Titans at home this week. We already dropped one game to the Titans. So if we want to have any shot winning the division, we have to win, which is kind of scary because Derrick Henry is very scary. But back to your point, I do think the Cardinals are the best team right now. Now in three weeks, they might not be. Or they could be. I don't know. This is kind of a crazy season. Agreed. Well, you know, I think it'll be really interesting to see where they end up and if we are going to see a Cardinals Super Bowl team this year. So who knows? But let's lastly move on to the game picks. So we picked three games this week. And so the first one we got here, we got the Steelers at the Browns. So I'm going to go with the Steelers on this. The Browns are missing Baker Mayfield. And the Steelers, they're not a bad team. They're not great, but they have been... They've been keeping themselves afloat somehow, some way. You know, personally, I don't think their offense is the best, but they're getting it done. Their defense is still good. TJ Watt saved them not too long ago against the Seahawks. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure Steelers fans wanted to pay him. They're already paying him a lot, but they were like, pay that man more (laughs) because of because of how good he is. And he is really good. And he's he's doing a good job for them. So but I think overall the Browns, you know, they they're a good team, but without Baker, I don't know if they're going to be able to get it done against the Steelers. So now it's not confirmed that they're going to be without him, but that's what we're guessing right now. So I'm going to go with the Steelers. Yeah, I'm also going to go with the Steelers. If we compared the two rosters on paper without injuries, I would take the Browns. <laughs> but the reality is the Browns have so many players out right now that I just, I mean, if they don't get people healthy by the end of the year, they really might not win that many more games, which is sad because like all of America liked seeing the Browns be good, you know, because they were so bad, just like the Bengals for so long. Everyone was like, the Browns are good. And now the Browns are just kind of back in the trenches of mediocrity, which is sad for them. Baker Mayfield, um, like has a labrum issue, like separated his shoulder, like can't move his non-throwing arm. So putting him on a football field is probably not the wisest idea, but I'm going to go with the Steelers. I don't really think that the Steelers are all that. Honestly, I think that their offense is just kind of mediocre. Um, I think that their defense isn't playing as well as they played last year, even though they're still playing pretty good. But I mean, I, I could see it being like, I don't know, 24 to 13 or something like I think that the Steelers will win, but I don't know. Neither team really strikes me as being like a Super Bowl contender, you know, and I mean, you can ask me, I was high on the Browns at the beginning of the year. I thought that they had a really well-rounded roster, had a really good offense, a really good defense. They were getting Odell back. Baker Mayfield looked like he was on the up and up. And now seven weeks later, we're seeing the result of that, right? So, which is sad. But like I said, I'm going to go with the Steelers because I just don't think you can pick the Browns without Baker Mayfield against TJ Watt. Like you just, you can't. All right. Well, the next game we got is the Bucks at the Saints. So the Saints just winning last night in a mar- margin of 13 to 10 
of the defense. What a very shootout well. right there. I know, right? Crazy. And the Bucks stomping the Bears. Now, it would be easy for one to overreact and say, well, then the Bucks are going to stomp the Saints. But, you know, you never know with the NFL. But I'm still going to go with the Bucks. I think they're just a better team overall. They have a better quarterback. They have a better offense. And their defense is pretty good. So I'm going to go with them. I mean, and they held an NFL team to three points last week. So I'm not going to, but that's not to say that it'll be a blowout because I think the Saints, they are talented enough to put up at least a game against the Bucks. But I am going to go with Tampa on this one. Yeah, I'm also going to go with Tom Brady over Jameis Winston. I um, feel like that's not really much of an argument right there. I will say that I think the Saints defense is underrated. Um, I think they are still pretty talented, um, but Tom Brady is Tom Brady, and Tom Brady is probably going to carry my fantasy team again with three touchdowns. So I am going to go with the Bucks as well. I don't. I just can't pick James Winston over Tom Brady, even as a Colts fan. I just I can't. All right, and the last game we've got the Cowboys at the Vikings. The Cowboys are. They have looked legit, and I think that they are going to beat the Vikings. I don't think the Vikings are actually that bad. They're only really a few plays from being a much better record than they are currently, if you really look back at some of their games. And so, I mean, they went toe-to-toe with Arizona, you know, only losing by one point. And, you know, I don't think they're a bad team. So I'm going to go, but I am going to go with Dallas here. I think that Dallas right now, they've they've got it figured out. You know, I, I think it's funny. Everyone hated on Mike McCarthy last year, but the man lost his quarterback. He lost, you know, which really, really stunted any chance at the playoffs or a Super Bowl that they were going to have. But now they have that team set and ready. They have found a stud in Trevon Diggs. I mean, they just know... They've got it together right now, and this might be their Super Bowl window. And, you know, I'm talking about all these good NFC teams that I believe are Super Bowl We totally Bowl forgot the Cowboys. You know, they they very well could be that. They could be there. They very much could be. And all of America groans. But, oh. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys on this one. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Cowboys too, but I do think the Vikings are underrated. I mean, Kirk Cousins has been an underrated quarterback for pretty much his entire career outside of one season. People, for some reason, still think that he sucks, which you look at his stats, he pretty obviously does not suck. I mean, they have a talented offense. They have him and Dalvin Cook and Justin Jefferson and Adam Thielen and Osborne. And I mean, their defense, you know, isn't the best, but it's not terrible. Like, it's not like bottom of the league. It's not top of the league, but, you know, they're out there. They're living. I do think you have a point. I think that they'd have a much better record if not for, you know, five, six plays this season. They can just figure out how to uh, finish games off. They would probably have a lot better record than they do right now. But all that to say, I'm still going to go with the Cowboys. Um, Mike McCarthy still has been taking hate for his play calling because he just has made some questionable decisions. And luckily it hasn't cost them, but people are watching them and they're going, dude, what are you doing? But I'm still going to go with the Cowboys, even though I hate saying I'm going to go with the Cowboys because I don't like the Cowboys. Um, I think they're very talented, obviously. Um, And I think that they can 
take down the Vikings at home. At the Vikings home. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you have it. We have our picks in. Not much variance for the picks this week, but. (laughs) No, we did not. We did not go off each other. But hey, that's just who we think, you know. So, Chelsea, do you want to go ahead and do our outro here? For sure. So thanks for listening, guys. Tune back in next Wednesday for more content. In the meantime, follow us on Twitter at underscore LC football underscore and on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube at launch codes football. I'm Chelsea and I'm Chris and we'll see you next week. See you guys. Peace.